Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original... Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel, and today's special guest is Anne, aka The Void. Oh, yeah, no, no, the Noid, but Anne Charlotte. The Noid, you Yeah, the Noid. Charlotte. You- <laughs> Anne Charlotte, the Noid is ever present. <laughs> you go you go by Charlotte. No, I go by Anne Charlotte. I'm sorry. Anne Charlotte. <laughs> I know it's... fucking up already. I know it's effed up. I know, I know, but okay. It's not a good name for bimbos. It's not a good name for bimbos. Yeah, no, it's not. It's a, I can't do three different names. Oh my God, that's too much. That's way too much. <laughs> so you're from Norway, yeah. which is incredible. I had no idea we had listeners there. Oh my so God. I'm honored. Yeah, you know what? I don't I don't know about anyone else, but I'm kind of like I'm the I'm the I'm the uh podcast pimp to my uh, to my friends. So I pimp out information. Sometimes the pods will stick, sometimes. They won't. Sometimes not. Sometimes not. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny. I, oh my god! I love listening to more kind of uh, funny, obscure, odd, morbid stuff. I mean, yeah, I love that the <laughs> podcast pimp. Yeah. Well, thank you for pimping us out. I'm pimping we you out. To be pimped out. <laughs> yeah. We owe you. We owe you some money. So oh my god! You, thank you for being our podcast pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm really excited. I just looked at your doc and this is going to be really, really cool. 
I'm kind of nervous reading it though. Yeah. I is English your second language? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you can say that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I give you so much credit for doing this. So, uh, thank you. You're amazing. Oh, so and are you. <laughs> amazing and beautiful it. and the most perfect bimbo ever. <laughs> you're beautiful. I was actually just looking at your haircut. Um, you have a fantastic look and haircut and a beautiful room. So people who are on Patreon will be able to see this gorgeous room and an incredible haircut. Oh, thank if you. You. Patreon. <laughs> you know what? I actually, uh, I never go to the hairdresser because I just cut my hair myself because I don't like going to the hairdresser. It's boring. Me either. Oh, it's so yeah. boring. And it's kind of like more fun to like try and do stuff and yourself. Expensive. Yeah. And I also like had um, like purple, blue and like green hair for a while. And then and then yeah. I got so sick of it. So I colored it like a few weeks ago. So it's kind of like and also cut my bangs. And it's like so it's a bit fresh. Yeah, well, I love it. <laughs> I do the story of my hair. All right. So I'm handing over the podcast to you. Oh, thank you. You're going to do amazing. Don't take my job, though. No. Um, tell us what is our episode on today? Okay. So, um, I kind of heard the word spirit cooking and this is a long time ago. And I was kind of like, so I started to think about what is it? And then I kind of started theorizing myself what it may be because it sounds actually quite dope. (laughs) It's like, yeah, seriously. Spirit cooking. It's like such a, such a, a fun play on like everything. And so, uh, so I, I'm going to start reading now. I'm going to look at my manuscript because I'm not that. Yeah, no, please. Yeah. Do. yeah. Uh, I will start this segment by reading a poem called spirit cooking my by Marina Abramovic. And some people might know who that is because she is. I do. Yeah. She's quite famous. She, yeah, she's a, she's, well, I, let's see if I know who she is. She's like a artist, right? She's a very famous, I mean, I'm not a huge fan, I have to say, but I mean, right. But she's a very famous um, uh, performance artist and she's also uh, kind of provocative in kind of like also a bit cheesy a way, but she, she got like, because of this segment I'm going to talk about or this whole thing, this spiel or shtick, she, she kind of like, she kind of rose to like extreme fame in a way because then people who kind of is never interested in anything of the obscurity of this niche artist oh. would ever experience on yeah. their own, you know? So it's quite an interesting story and extremely bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So this poem uh, that I'm going to read, it's called spirit cooking is from 1996. Uh, Mix fresh milk from the breast with fresh milk of the sperm. Drink on earthquake nights. On your knees, clean the floor with your breath. Inhale the dust. Wash your bed sheets in lemon juice. Cover the pillow with sage leaves. With a sharp knife, cut deeply into the middle finger of the left hand. Eat the pain. Facing the wall, eat nine red hot peppers. Take uncut 13 leaves of green cabbage with 13,000 grams of jealousy. 
steam for a long time in deep iron pot till all water evaporates, eat it just before attack. Fresh morning urine, sprinkle over nightmare dreams. Okay, Ooh. yeah, that's it's like a <laughs> yeah. This uh, this 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 it's fantastic reader. Yeah, but this slams. You know, it's kind of like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does yeah it really and it's funny it's not like oh damn oh damn it's no, like it's, it's kind of yeah. like uh, a very good friend of mine she told me when she read it that it sounded like an ai would have written it you know it really does yeah it sounds like a like a bot yeah put words together and i also <laughs> made art uh, via an ai app for this poems so we have pictures we can put out like uh, oh amazing i'll put them on the uh on the instagram that's amazing this poem is a part of an art show that marina abramovic made in 96 which encapsulated a ritualistic ambience based in the recipe that also evoked the feeling of deeper meaning this has made its own conspiracy pipeline that is quite current in the q era Ooh, <laughs> like the queue yeah. is like what the f- yeah <laughs> i mean they're everywhere it was like oh my god yeah yes. seriously uh so an art show that started out as just a pagan set ritual an act about humanity a room covered in written words made by pig's blood a throwaway art show or in her own word poetry it's just poetry mm-hmm. and it's funny i mean it's like yeah you, you can't take it you can't seriously you can't yeah serious. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. Uh, yeah. ASMR. a female artist that uses a more provocative way of manifesting the body his the body history and all it encapsulates via performance can be triggering regarding the alt rights and the need for taking everything so bloody literal it's a throwback yes to the moral panic in the 80s and 90s. And this also happened in 96, but it wasn't a part of the moral panic in 1996. Right. Yeah. It's all a blur and fairy tales get real pretty fast. The weird bit being that many people who are scared by this eat the body and drink the blood of their savior at Holy Communion. The satire is not lost in this case. Totally. They really want reality as we perceive it to actually be a battle between good and evil. And the lore of fantasy is real. A peek behind the veil, Buffy the Vampire Slayer might be true. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> My daughter, she's uh, she's 19 and she's she's like, uh, this is so new to her, but she has been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I was kind of like oh. peeking behind that veil when I uh, was looking at her, looking at it. And I was like, oh, Buffy the oh. Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to be true that's so funny yeah so yeah when i was like 13 years old i totally thought that i was gonna get like slayer powers and i, I like any second i was like i know i'm a vampire slayer someone's gonna come and tell me i'm a slayer like i thought i thought it was real <laughs> but yeah there's people who buy into that literally though like as adults <laughs> it's like the the make-believe of it all i mean the world is pretty amazing without all this but it's right. Yeah. And it, it, it is based on some natural way of uh, our human brain. You know, we came up with uh-huh. this 
So, but we love stories. Yeah, and and it's kind of um, portrays the zeitgeist of the satanic panic in a way, also because it, it Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a big thing when. Uh, with the like uh, satanic panic in the 90s with uh, Damien yeah. Eccles and uh, the Paradise Lost. Yeah, those three boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of their yeah. names. Yeah. Uh, oh, I had a low key <laughs> crush on Damien Eccles. Mm-hmm. And somehow, and yeah. somehow I kind of, uh, I kind of yeah. also, when I, when I was looking at Buffy the Vampire Slayer now, I kind of thought that Jouse was a bit hot. So I'm thinking. Oh, me too. And Spike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, I'm. Uh, is, uh, is there something wrong with me now? Because I'm getting. Yes, am I getting old? Because I find him attractive now. Because when I was 16, I was like, No way. He's not hot. No, yeah. They are. They are hot. They <laughs> are. And and uh, that's a fact. And and but then it's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> and then my daughter, she was like. Well, he is hot. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not for you, for me, for not mama. For you, honey. For mama. Not yet. <laughs> That's mama's crush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I like his style and everything. He's like, he's so cool. Yes. Hot librarian. Yeah. Talk nerdy to me all day long. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Marina is known for being quite the bullshitter and she plays into the ideas people have. She also doesn't take herself or they are too serious as one should. She's a performer based in reality, but placed on the concepts we as humans have surmised. How we experience truth, not based on the facts, but the perception, the amalgamation of it. She studies all types of environments, cultures, and religions. The rituals we as humans partake in every day in the micro actions and the bigger life events are the concept which she invokes in this piece and practically all of her performances. The rituals of humanity encapsulated in minuscule movement. Mm. This is a perfect starter for the Doe conspiracy making that bread fluffy to the max because they need to be extra sour. Ooh. <laughs> That's a pun. <laughs> yeah, I ever heard one. Well said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so failing at the sourdough starter myself. So, yeah, okay. Oh, I've never started. I never started because I knew I wouldn't do well. But the start of this story is in 1996 to today's Q's all right ideas mm. is astoundingly absurd, but not surprising. They grasp the straws they can <laughs> and make it more difficult to navigate the misinformation. And they sure as heck don't want any fun. So how does an obscure <laughs> art exhibit in a small village end up as some satanic panic lore via Alex Jones? Well, Marina decided later that the spirit cooking party would be decent as a recipe book, a self-help guide in the vein of satire of the movement and also the mystic tradition. This also entered the realm into a real dinner show, a theater, and a dinner for the patrons of Marina. One of these patrons was Tony Podesta, the brother of Hillary's campaign leader. Oh, my goodness. You see where it's going? Do you feel it? Yeah, I do. Now we're getting into it. Are you getting getting the gist of it all? Yes, Yes, now we are. Yes. The email Abramovic wrote to her long-term friend and collector, Tony Podesta, showed up in a WikiLeaks stash. In the email, Abramovic invited Podesta's brother, John, to join them at 
a spirit cooking dinner in her apartment in New York. Infowars reported what they thought Abramovic's spirit cooking is and concluded that she and Clinton's retinue are straight up Satanists. Woo! Oh my God. I don't know even <laughs> if the Satanists want them. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to say, I think they're Satanists are probably like, no, thank you. No, we don't, <laughs> we don't want we to claim Hillary Clinton. <laughs> you can keep, keep them. It's not, that's not our jam. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I mean, so oh, it's so frustrating how you can like. It's so crazy how these things get started. Uh, here are some excerpts from the press regarding this bloody mess. Marina Abramovic's spirit cooking, June 28th, tw- June of no, 28th of June, June 28th, 2017. Yeah, yeah you got yeah. it. Mm. Yep. 2017. <laughs> okay. Now that the election is over, we're looking back at one of the most bizarre topics that surfaced from the campaign days before the election. WikiLeaks released a batch of emails containing a note from performance artist Marina Abramovic to Tony Podesta, brother of Hillary's, Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, John Podesta, and set off a strange chain reaction of accusations that tied Clinton and Podesta to the occult and Satan worship and Satan worshiping from the alt right. James Westcott, Abramovic's biographer and the author of When Marina Abramovic Dies, writes this post to clear the air. Breaking fake news. <laughs> Hear all about it. Breaking fake news. Clinton's campaign manager participates in a cult ritual with bizarre Balkan Satanist. Of all the crazy tales fabricated in this election, this one might have been the most insane. Not just the paranoid conspiracy preceded by the alt-right, Clinton's satanic network, but for the fact that a performance artist, Marina Abramovic, found herself tossed into the hollow core of the nation's election news cycle. Enduring decades of obscurity in a tiny art world niche, Abramovic may have been elevated to A-list celebrity after her MoMA performance, The Artist is Present in 2010. But to, no- but to now show up on the alt-right's radar is a whole other level of fame. Whole nother level! <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And now we get into the like the kind of like the timeline of Ooh. the pipeline. And so I will Ooh, amazing. Yeah. So I will call this the magic of the pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> and just so our listeners know, the following portion you'll be reading is from a book called The Propaganda Pipeline, Hacking the Core from the Periphery by Yochai Benkler, Robert Ferris and Hal Roberts. A leaked email appears to link Clinton campaign chairman to bizarre occult ritual, tweeted Sean Hannity at 11.50 a.m. on November 4th, 2016, <laughs> linking to a radio God. and online segment on the topic. Hannity, who later removed the page from his archives, <laughs> linked to a story from LifeSet, the website founded by Laura Ingraham, headlined, WikiLeaks. Clinton campaign chair participated in occult magic. Emails reveal Podesta attended spirit cooking event that has been described as satanic. That same morning, the Washington Times published a story entitled WikiLeaks Podesta invited to spirit dinner. 
Hosts known recipes demand breast milk sperm. <laughs> Crediting the Drudge Report as having broken the, sto- broken the story. That is so stupid. Oh, my God. It's like getting, it's like getting more and more insane. Uh, yeah, and that's so crazy. Oh, at 8, 19 a.m. on November 4th, Drudge, under the typically understated headline, <laughs> Wiki, Wiccan, <laughs> Podesta practices occult magic, all in caps lock, caps lock, had posted a link yeah. to a segment by Alex Jones Infowars. And, oh my God. Yeah, and Infowars was clearly the source of Hannity's insight as Hannity's headline doesn't even bother to vary the adjectives, uh, adjectives from the he- Infowars headline. Spirit oh cooking, Clinton campaign chairman practices bizarre occult ritual. <laughs> the Infowars story was built primarily around a post that Mike Cernovich, who is a male supremacy, alt-right and conspiracy mouthpiece, Oof. had published on his blog, Danger and Play, several hours earlier, as well as two posts by Cassandra Fairbanks, then a Sputnik news reporter, who published posts that themselves vowed together. The story began with an email from the set of John Podesta's emails that had been hacked by Russian agents and released on WikiLeaks in October 2016. The spirit cooking email was from Tony Podesta to his brother, John, forwarding an invitation from performance artist Marina Abramovic to the spirit cooking dinner at my place. Chenowicz, who propagated the Pizzagate story, came to broader public attention when Donald Trump Jr. tweeted that he would have been awarded a Pulitzer in a long gone time of unbiased journalism. Most of the Infowars story was, however, indebted to two Fairbanks stories. Fairbanks had apparently started her activism and writing career on the left, protesting the failure to prosecute the 2012 rape in Steubenville, Ohio, and covering Black Lives Matter events. As she told the BBC during the primaries, she had supported Bernie Sanders and was thinking of supporting Jill Stein, but decided in June 2016 that Trump was her candidate and set out to persuade her Twitter followers. In her We Are Change signature line, Fairbanks described herself as a DC-based writer and political commentator. Fairbanks' late-night November 3 spirit-cooking story mostly described Abramovic's performance without much commentary and embedded video and images of the performance. Fairbanks' story was not written in an outraged tone, allowing uh, the artist's intentional effort to disturb her audience to speak for itself. At 1 a.m., WikiLeaks tweeted that story. WikiLeaks was also the first public public facing Facebook page to share the spirit cooking story. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Infowars story amped up the volume by explaining that spirit cooking was a sacrament in the religion of Thelema, which was founded by Alistair Crowley's, <laughs> by Alistair Crowley, and involves an occult performance during which menstrual blood, breast milk, urine, and sperm, <laughs> not poop. <laughs> <laughs> Important distinction. Yeah. Why? Why do, do you not discriminate the poop? <laughs> yeah. Why no poop? Yeah. I'm it's like what? <laughs> Are you to create a painting <laughs> to deepen the conspiracy? Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, to deepen the conspiracy, the Infowars story picked up the pizza storyline that would become the foundation of PizzaGate soon after oh. the election. Some are even linking the spirit cooking revelation to claims that the Podesta emails contain code for child sex trafficking that is hidden behind mentions of types of food. The source cited for this proposition was another story by Fairbanks, also posted November the 3rd. Fairbanks story. Internet is on fire with speculation that Podesta emails contain code for child sex reported what others were saying rather than making her own claim and ended with a modifier of whether this is the case of confirmation bias or something more sinister. One thing is certain. People really do not trust Hillary Clinton to the point where thousands of people are actually having serious discussions about whether or not she's involved in a child sex ring. First, Fairbanks described the Reddit post connecting the story to the case of Laura Silsby and her Baptist missionary organization. The New Life Children's Refuge, Silsby and nine of her colleagues tried to transport 33 children out of Haiti to the Dominican Republic in the aftermath of the 2010 Haitian earthquake. The 10 missionaries were charged with kidnapping and held for three weeks pending investigation and charging. Their lawyer had requested that Hillary Clinton 
then Secretary of State, intervene, but the State Department limited its engagement to standard consular services for the situation. A week later, Bill Clinton, who was coordinating the UN uh, relief efforts, made a public plea for the US and Haitian governments to resolve the issue of the 10 American missionaries. Ultimately, nine of the 10 were released, and Silsby was convicted of a lesser offense and sentenced to six months imprisonment. At the time, the Fox News coverage of the event was highly sympathetic, of course, to Silsby, describing her as a 40-year-old businesswoman who thought Mm -hmm. the children she was trying to help were orphans whose homes were destroyed in the earthquake. In Fairbanks' telling, Silsby was found guilty in Haiti of child trafficking in 2010 after she attempted to cross the Haiti-Dominican Republic border with 33 Haitian children. All but one of the children had at least one living parent and were not orphans. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Nine others who were arrested along with her were freed thanks to the effort of the Clintons. Fairbanks followed this framing with a pullout of a Mike uh, Cernovich tweet asking, were 33 children for Bill Clinton Jeffrey Epstein's use? Forget corruptions. These emails expose connection, connections to child sex trafficking. Ding, 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 ding. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this is like getting like from a fucking poem to this. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Fairbanks used the Lolita Express story in the conclusion of the piece where she quoted from an interview she conducted with Cernovich. Cernovich added that because of the fact that Clinton's top aide, Huma Abedin's husband, is currently under investigation for sexting a minor. And Bill Clinton flew on convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's private jet, which is called the Lolita Express. The whole inner circle deserves scrutiny. The final strand in the story is pizza, or rather the belief that the use of words that related to food items represent code for criminal sex trafficking. For this part, Fairbanks moved from Cernovich to another alt-right persona, the at Jared Wyand Twitter handle. Wyand is an online uh, persona associated with the alt-right who after having been banned from Twitter, was warmly embraced by the Daily Stormer for posting such for postings such as the media is nothing more than the propaganda arm of our Zionist occupational government. And this is all orchestrated by Jews to topple Western civilization and reshape it in their vision. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fairbanks used the Jared Wyand tweets as the basis to report that. Theories and screenshots began to swirl, claiming that bizarrely worded emails about food were codes for child sex trafficking. Fairbanks qualified her reporting with. It's important to note that this originated on anonymous message boards Mm -hmm. and the keywords were not listed in any of the emails. The first appearance of the term pizza in combination with pedophilia or child sex uh, in this uh, November 3rd Reddit post. Someone tell me I'm wrong. 
that's the that's oh like God. the that's like the headline of the reddit post yeah yeah that post listed all various ways in which the word pizza appeared in the podesta emails and speculated that pizza is a code word for sef- sex trafficking children the comet pizza aspect of the story was added on november 7 and took on a life of its own WikiLeaks picked up Fairbanks Abramovic's story on November 4th. Seven hours later, the Infowars segment curated both of Fairbanks' November 3rd stories into a collection of insinuations that the spirit cooking email was tied to occult satanic sex practices and that these were in turn linked to trafficking in children to the Lolita Express and to the use of pizza-related <laughs> code words to stand for sex trafficking. Oh I mean, yeah, gosh. every time I'm going to eat a pizza now, I'm just going to think about what this yes, is. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. Amplified within minutes by Drudge, the core insinuation made it to Hannity and the Washington Times. The Reddit and 4chan posts themselves, by contrast, are consistent with models in work that focuses on how alt-right, alt-right trolls on these platforms experimented with memes that they tried to insert into mainstream media. These were early posts that got out of uh, out a few hours ahead of the story, and some developed quite imaginative conspiracy theory around pizza party invitations. It would have been standard practice for a well-balanced media ecosystem to simply refuse to touch su- such a far-fetched story or actively debunk it. It was designed to produce cathartic outrage in its readers and viewers and to be rewarded by clicks and views. When they break news with a fake story about spirit cooking, it just catapults it mm. into some monster that evolved into a sidegeist of its own. So as it has, you know. And in the end, <laughs> Marina Abramovic gets more famous in the wake of this. And yeah. she did, actually. Yeah, I just see it as a humoristic take on the biology of humans. Like we are combined in this matter when you cook it in the womb. <laughs> it turns Yeah, it's true. yeah, it's it turns into human. It's not a romantic way of seeing life, but beckons more a gross depiction of the stuff we are made of. Like also the whole thing on its own is such a perfect definition of the concept itself. Like how how something so minuscule can like get yeah, so snowball, yeah, yeah snowball so hard the meta must not be lost on us it's perfect satire it is perfect satire fin. it's true <laughs> Le fin. the end bye bye no i'm sorry <laughs> round of applause Woo! so what is this? You watched a video about it? Yeah, that's like the cool thing. I, I watched a video about the prep for the 1996 exhibit. We have that has to be posted somewhere, but it's kind of yeah. like, yeah, the link to it. I'm going to find it. Um, it's like uh, it's just like a ba- uh, view behind the curtain when they kind of they, they were in like this small Italian village. So and oh, it was wow. yeah and it was like this just this throwaway show it was like oh yeah let's make an uh, like an art exhibit that's not like a MoMA uh, performance you know right it's of like, course yeah yeah just like k- keep the art moving boop 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 and then bippity <laughs> bappity boop uh, <laughs> and then um, I mean they painted the walls with the poetry in pig's blood and. 
Okay. The thing is that uh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like I don't. I just I know that she what she does is art, and that's kind of like the point of it. And it's not a big mm-hmm. deal actually. She is using pig's blood. We kill pigs. We eat them. Right. Drain their blood. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not wasteful. And I mean, of course, yeah. it's uh, like, but this is also life. I mean uh yeah it's gross in a way also you know yeah uh so i mean but the comments under this video they were so insanely crazy really like, yeah and they were kind of like they were like oh she's a witch she's a demon this is a ritual this should not happen she is evo- she is calling on the devil and she is oh like yeah it's like they were like it's like and then then there was like kind of like one <laughs> it was like i love this art <laughs> i like it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like uh, <laughs> very oh like oh my it. god that's and, really yeah funny. and then people are conspiring more you know like they're they're like writing their own uh it's like uh, people are so fucking i'm sorry they're no, so true yeah they're so effing dumb yeah well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to post that and these pictures as well. This was so illuminating, and I had no idea that this all stemmed just from this spirit cooking poem. Yeah, um, I had no idea. So this was this was so crazy. Um, Aunt Charlotte, yeah, where can where can people follow you? Or oh, I don't have any stuff? social media. Oh my god, good for you. That's yeah. Incredible. I deleted wow. everything. I mean, uh I am an artist and designer and like uh I do Oh, amazing. Yeah, but kind of I I figured out, you know what? We are kind of manipulated into thinking that we need social yeah. media to actually present ourselves. Uh so yeah. and uh I don't find that necessary at all because I make stuff, people see it if they want more they just contact me i mean it's not that difficult it's like a that's a snowball effect of its own i mean yeah. the word of mouth is still very present in humanity yeah yes and uh, yeah, yeah uh, podcast pimps yeah podcast pimps <laughs> doing it for real thank you so much for bringing this all to light i so appreciate it oh you're uh, welcome this is ali and Anne charlotte it's the void. <laughs> the void. Or the uh, noid that is ever present. The, the void and the noid. The void. Signing yeah. off. Mostly the noid. Yes. Signing off. <laughs> Bye. An Erio's original. Powered by ACAST. 
Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.